podcast. I'm so excited for this episode because it is the 30th episode. And as you might already know, every 10 episodes, I feature a teacher or mentor of mine that has had a huge impact on my life through their teaching. And today, I want to feature Dr. David Burns. So a few years ago, I had this really odd period where all of a sudden I started having really intense panic attacks at seemingly random moments. So for example, I would be on the train in Switzerland and suddenly I would have this really intense panic attack and feel like I just had to get off that train, even if it meant that I had to wait an hour, 45 minutes for the next train. And so I started becoming really worried as these panic attacks became more frequent and I didn't really know what was causing them. So I looked up some resources online on YouTube, through Google, and I eventually found some books on Amazon about depression or panic attacks because I was just generally feeling really sad at that time in my life. So I found a book called Feeling Good by Dr. Burns and I never heard of that book before It kind of looked a little cheesy to me, but it had really great readings, so I just downloaded it. Soon after, I moved to California, and I started feeling a lot better just because I was feeling better about my life, and I was where I wanted to be. So the panic attacks started going away, but there was still a lingering sadness there. And so I was flipping through my Kindle, and I saw that book, and I just started reading it. And that book ended up changing the way that I saw my life forever. So after that, I discovered that he had even more books and I was so excited. And I read Intimate Connections, which was actually published in 1984. And I swear it's still relevant today. It's such a great book about dating. And he also addresses a really common issue, which is loneliness and how to feel less lonely. And then I also read feeling good together, which is all about communication and relationships. So the first most important lesson that I learned from Dr. Burns was that our thoughts create our feelings. So I was obviously aware that there was a voice in my head and I knew what thinking was, of course, but I didn't realize that my thinking was just a way of perceiving something or an opinion about something not necessarily the truth. I always thought that my thoughts were just describing the facts. So, for example, when you looked in the mirror this morning, how did you feel? Did you feel good or bad? Did you feel insecure or confident? And what were you thinking while you looked in the mirror this morning? Did you think to yourself, damn, (laughs) I look amazing, Or did you focus on all of your perceived imperfections? Did you have an image of somebody that you were comparing yourself to, maybe a younger version of yourself or somebody you saw in a magazine? Those are all just thoughts. And so the crazy thing is, all of our circumstances in our lives are layered with thoughts. So we never just really experience a thing the way it is. We usually experience our thoughts about that thing. There are a few people who have lost their thoughts, aka became enlightened, and therefore were able to experience the world just as it is without those layers of thoughts on top of that. But from what I've heard, even those people eventually had their thoughts 
return. And so in his book, Feeling Good, he takes you through a process that you can do on your own that I still use to this very day. It's called the double column technique. And you write down those automatic negative thoughts that come up. And then on the other side of the paper, you identify what kind of thought it is based on the list of 10 thoughts that he gave. And then you kind of talk back. And in that way, you retrain the way that you think. All right, so I feel like that was a pretty good introduction to what Dr. Burns teaches. That's kind of the foundation. But today, I want to read you some quotes from his books that I really love. And I'm going to be reading them mainly from Feeling Good and Intimate Connections. Because after all, this is a dating and confidence podcast. So by the way, if you're wanting to work on your confidence, I recommend feeling good first. And if you feel like you're pretty confident, but you want to improve your dating, I would recommend intimate connections. So your capacity to be close to people has more to do with your willingness to be open and to solve the problems in relationships than with some mystical quality of worthwhileness or lovability. If it turns out that you're not someone's cup of tea, that's unfortunate. (laughs) You may in fact be less intelligent or attractive than many other people. Who isn't? There are millions of people in the world who are smarter or sexier than both you and me. So what? How intelligent and attractive do we have to be to be worthwhile? To give and receive love? To feel joy and be excited by our lives and by the people we meet? Wouldn't it be so great if we could just give that up? and just surrender to the fact that there are millions of people that are more attractive and sexy and intelligent than us. (laughs) A fourth type of distortion that leads to the pain of rejection is the fortune-telling error. You tell yourself that you'll never develop an enduring, steady, loving relationship with anyone. People who have been rejected often tell me, as I look back on my life, all I can see is a long string of rejections. My marriage broke up, All the relationships I had before I got married eventually fell apart. I've never had a truly permanent relationship with anyone. Doesn't this mean I'm hopeless? Let's face the facts, Dr. Burns. I'll never have that kind of lasting relationship I really want. This argument may sound persuasive, but it's quite misleading. Consider all the people in the United States who are now involved in a successful marriage or love affair. Let's assume that there are at least 100 million people like this. Prior to their current relationship, what percentage of their previous relationships ended in rejection? After you think about it, I suspect it will dawn on you that the answer is 100%. Up until the time you meet the person that you finally settle down with, all your romantic relationships will eventually break up. I feel like this is such an important point because a lot of times when we're dating and we face rejection, we think something's going wrong. But actually what he's describing here is that until you meet the person who's right for you, all of your relationships will end in some kind of rejection. So nothing has gone wrong, it's just part of the process. Trying to impress people will make you anxious because you'll feel as if you're in the spotlight and have to perform. This attitude has been called spectatoring because you become like a spectator who's constantly judging your own performance, worrying about whether it's good enough. The Johnny Carson technique can help you break out of this trap. Instead of becoming obsessed about how much other people like or dislike you, which is, after all, pretty self-centered, become other-centered. Learn as much about other people as you can. Find out what's special and unique about them. 
They'll appreciate you and like you because of your interest in them. The key to sex appeal is not sweeping people off their feet, but letting other people sweep you off your feet. So lastly, I want to share my all-time favorite quote from Dr. Burns. He said, Anybody can feel good when things are going his way, but when the chips are down, you have your greatest opportunity to love and support yourself. And I really think that's how we build self-esteem. It's not when everything's easy and going our way. It's when we're challenged and we still manage to find compassion for ourselves. All right, everybody, those were my lessons learned from Dr. Burns. Of course, there were so many more, but those were some of the key lessons and my favorite quotes. And I'm just so grateful to him and his work because I found it at a really dark time in my life, like I kind of alluded to, and it really helped me get out of that ditch. (laughs) So I'm very grateful for his books and all of the stuff that I've heard on his podcast. I can definitely link those for you in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more dating advice and confidence advice, definitely subscribe so you can keep up to date with future episodes. And I hope to see you soon. Have a great day. Bye.